I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, welcome to Live Your Best Life with me, Liz Wright. Thank you so much for uh, giving me the time today. You are not going to be disappointed. I'm so excited about this conversation with my special guest uh, today. Um, Jesus put my guest, my brother, very strongly in my spirit to have on. He's somebody that I honor and I know is carrying a revelation that Jesus has breathed into him through his own journey that is will be life transforming as you listen to it. It's where we're going and uh, it's who we are, uh, but it's, it's very much a, a, a revelation that we all need to awaken into in this hour. It's very important. Um, so yeah, I just bless you if you can right now, just sit somewhere, com- get comfortable, sit down, relax, open your spirit and just let the conversation just bring you into a deeper experience of Jesus. And so it is my absolute honor and my joy to welcome into the conversation with me today, Chris Blackaby. Welcome to the show, Chris. Hi, Liz. Good to meet you. It's great to be with you. Chris, um, when I was looking at your ministry, I was undone because the name of your ministry, as he is ministries, is literally the scripture that I've been consumed with for about probably at least six months where in you know in the gospel of john with that scripture just jumped out at me and i realized when i read it all the encounters all the experiences i've had with jesus my whole life are they they are this you know we really are the expression of christ aren't we we're Mm. we're in we are in the mystical union we we jesus and us are one being so i wanted to start there chris because that's been consuming me i know talking to other people in the body of christ this is people are untangling from religion and they're Mm. beginning to awaken to the reality of the divine union so Mm. can you can you go there would you tell us some of what jesus has been showing you certainly certainly thank you liz um well straight into it yeah um i grew up uh within church and uh, I served God the best I understood my whole life. And then um, I got very sick by the time I was 30 after being a youth pastor, a very large church and living the best life that I knew God would want me to do. And when I say sick, I nearly died. I did a lot of damage to me. And uh, I found out that uh, either Christianity is not true <laughs> or the Bible's not true, or God's not true, or I fundamentally misunderstood something, and uh, which was very offensive and very scandalous to me. Uh, it was actually, yeah, I actually felt quite betrayed by God because I knew he existed, and I believed the Bible was true, and I'd honored it the best of my whole life. And by the time I was uh, early 30s, uh, I was in a very bad way and uh, lived in uh, constant pain and exhaustion. And I was told I was going to die by the doctors. So something is fundamentally wrong here. <laughs> oh, and it, it's, it's scandalous. 
and it's very offensive and it's a very hard thing to process after dedicating your whole life to God and within the church and serving the church and pastoring and looking after the poor and praying and home groups and prayer meetings and all these things. And basically, I, uh, I just couldn't read the Bible anymore. I couldn't pray anymore. And I came to a point where I said, well, the Bible's true. God's true. Clearly, I'm wrong. And uh, so I'm just going to die. And when I get to heaven, uh, in, that, you know, in that way of thinking, uh, you just have to tell me what I did wrong because I don't get it. I've tried. And that's where I came to. I, was, uh, I just left. The doctors gave me six months to live. And if I went to a hospital, lived in a bubble, basically, bubble boy. And, um, sorry. And then, um, so I said, I'm not going to die in six months in a hospital. I'll die in three months traveling because I don't want to die just slowly. So I went traveling and I didn't die. Uh, and people would think, wow, you, went, you had a, no immune system. You went traveling. That's very brave and full of faith. But wasn't. It was just absolute nihilism. I just didn't care. I just didn't care anymore. I didn't care if I lived or died, you know. And I'd go to sleep in, you know, in a hotel room in Madrid and not know if I'd wake up, you know, and I'd sleep maybe 16 hours. You'd wake up, you check the watch. Oh, it's four o'clock the next day. You go do one thing that's exhausting, take a picture. <laughs> you go back to bed and sleep another 16 hours and not know if you're going to wake up in the hospital or at all or in heaven. And that was, so I got to a pretty burnt place after serving God my whole life. And from this burnt place, uh, God showed me that uh, the gospel is not what, what we were told. Um, it's very, the understanding we have of Christianity is very much the knowledge of good and evil. It's a do good, get good, do bad, get bad situation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or just avoid bad, <laughs> be good and avoid bad. Like, uh, yeah. So it's all uh, still somehow based on your performance of cooperation. And any, any fraction of that is 100% poison. It's just, it's, it doesn't matter how much it is. A little bit of yeast works its way through the dough. It's just a tiny bit of poison and that will kill you. And if you're strong, you can do it for 50 years or 60 years. Yeah. But the weakest link will always break. The weakest link always breaks. There's no way out. So I had a genetically weak body. I just couldn't handle religion for 30 years. It just killed me. Like literally it was poisoning me. But I had a stronger body. You know, it would have gone on till my soul collapsed when I was 50 or 60, you know. But then if you marry someone and one of them's strong and loves the whole do good, get good system, um, one, of the, one of the marriage partners will break first. Yeah, and then they'll look terrible. Like, because your husband, your wife, they love the Lord. They're going to all the prayer meetings. They're going to prophetic meetings. They're doing the warfare. And your stupid husband, look, he's gone. But he, that religious set, if that was my wife, I would have done that to her. I'm just so strong, powering on. And someone's soul is going to break. And we're both powerful. And who breaks? The kids break. We go, oh, look, this couple, they love God. All the prayer meetings go, all the conferences. They're at church. They're serving. And their kids have just... Rejected God. How can that be? How can it be? Well, the perpetrator is actually the parents um, because we're investing in a, a, a poisonous system that has Satan as its father. That's, that's probably as brutal as I can say it. It's the knowledge of good and evil. 
and it's all wrong. It's the wrong page or the wrong book, and it's pure poison. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's brutal. We can see it all around us, and we do it again and again and again. Like, it'll work for me this time. It's never worked for anyone. And it doesn't produce sons. Name a church that's producing mature sons on the earth. Name a church that lo loves God. Lots. They love God. Name what's producing mature sons on the earth. Mm, it's hard to fight because they're using the wrong system. So can you, Chris, gosh, it's profound what you're saying because it's, um, it's so easy, isn't it? We, we grew up in a, in, a, in a spiritual culture that, like you say, it, it, many times it results in striving. We're striving to be good people. We're striving to be righteous. You're We're, rewarded for your striving. You're elevated for your striving. Yeah, and they put yeah. you on stage and your striving is modeled as good behavior. Yeah, but, it's such a subtle deception that creeps in isn't it like because like, like you say people are doing the best they can with where they're at but they're not with great integrity there's, there's a huge difference and so you obviously your journey as somebody who's been a pastor in in church and you've come through to a completely different understanding of the gospel mm. so so what shifted for you chris what happened mm. you almost died and yeah then yeah and a slow a slow awful death too yeah so it was it ground me down and it's a very unpleasant situation. So what happened? Um, fundamentally, if I can put it this way, um, religion is so cruel that it will never ask you to do what you can't do. It will only ask you to do what you can do on your best day. And so when you don't do it, you know that you could have. And now you're under condemnation because you could have, you know. And our measure for what Christ has done is so close to us on our best day. And so you can, you can get there if you're disciplined, if your kids don't get sick, <laughs> if nothing else happens, if you get a good night's sleep, you can do all the things that you think you should do. And each denomination and each church has its own set of rules that you comply to or fail. So, uh, so what has Jesus done? He has made him, made us, he's given us the resurrected Christ yeah. as our new nature. Yeah. And so uh, we can be, we can walk in the fullness of the stature of Christ in our lifetime, in this physical body. That's what he's done for us. We're a new creation, a new being that seeds got in us. That seed, that seed just grows up. That's its nature. The risen Christ is our nature. That's what it is. That's why it's better that he left. So we can literally be that. And you can be exactly like the risen Christ, not Jesus of Nazareth, but Jesus down, raised, right. <laughs> that guy. Yep. Right. The resurrection. The resurrection. Yep. Yeah. Romans 6, attained to the same resurre resurrection life that he had. So um, that's your standard now. But that's impossible. I could never be that guy. Exactly. It can only be received. There is nothing you can do. Even the term positioning, don't, even the term, like, no flesh, no sweat will inherit this kingdom, will inherit this glory. None. It can only be received. And so you only can make a call on God's character. Would you do that for me? Are you the type of God that would give me your very nature in this body? And that's what he's saying. Do you believe the gift? Do you believe this gift? And the gift is a promise that I would do that for you. 
And that is where you anchor everything on, that God has decided this before the foundation of the world with all wisdom and all understanding to his great delight, wants to make us holy and blameless in his sight forever, that we could bring heaven and earth together, all things under Christ. That's his wisdom. That's what he wanted to do. And he has done it. It's happening right now. And you can be a good Christian, which is something we made up because Jesus wasn't a Christian. Right. Jesus wasn't a Christian. Right. We're like him. He was the son of God. He was the son of God. He's the unique son of God. And he's made us the unique son of God, the monogenes. We are him. You are the beloved son. I'm the beloved son. We are the beloved son of God. We are him. And we have his standing immediately. He's our righteousness. So how righteous is Jesus? You're not righteous. You don't have righteousness. Right, right, you're, right. You're You've got Christ. Yeah. Here's your righteousness. Yeah. So your actions don't qualify you for righteousness and they don't disqualify you. It's a gift. It's just absolutely, it's so, um, I'm sure you can feel this family while Chris is speaking. There's such a pure, weighty presence of Holy Spirit, just like I can feel him and just enfolding his, I can feel his joy actually in what you're sharing. Mm. Like um, the moment the Lord's just stripping us everything away, isn't he? This, that's, uh, that's encumbered our walk with him. He's bringing things back to what the early church knew and experienced, what Paul preached. It's the pure undiluted gospel of grace. Like you're saying, there's nothing we can do. It's the gift and the love of Jesus is that he's put his spirit, his Holy spirit within us and made us a completely new species, a completely new creation. Yes. He's, he's awakening us. And it, I, honestly, Chris, I mean, I get wrecked. I sit in these scriptures like I've never seen them before. Mm. I mean, I, I had um, a whole series of encounters where Jesus brought the Apostle Paul to me from the cloud of witnesses. And right. since then, and, he, and Paul would put his forehead on my forehead. And there was an, it was like an infusion or a, a, an expansion of divine awareness of, mm. of, of what they knew. And then I started reading the letters and the scriptures like I'd never seen them before. Like you're saying, you know, the lens, the mist was gone. And, yeah. and I, could, I saw the simplicity in them. When you were speaking as well, then it reminded me of the Desert Fathers, you know, how they went away to have an experience a life of solitude and they had such an experience of the divine oneness with God. You know, they, it was so pure. And I, I feel like you're carrying some of that. It's this purity of the, um, the, yeah, the, the simplicity and the profoundness of the gospel where suddenly we're, like you said, as then there's nothing we can do about it all. All we can do is is sit down on the inside, is surrender and allow his life to flow through us. So, so can you tell us a little bit more of what the Lord has shown you in terms of how do you how do you operate in your interior life? How do you live with Jesus now on the other side of this yeah. experience and awakening? Okay, great. Well, I have lots of materials out there. They're all for free. They're all on YouTube, so you can just type my name into YouTube. And um, there's one called Living from Heaven, uh, that's, uh, which is a useful one for people to look at. It really frames things up very nicely, how to move from an old religious frame into a sonship frame. And then from there, there's lots of teachings. But really? for me, so I don't know much about you, Liz. I've only just met you like 30 seconds before yeah. we came on. Right. I didn't know quite where you stood on things. 
yeah. went straight to the cloud witnesses, no, Paul no, putting no, his head no, on you. No, so no, you really no, opened no, up no, our everything whole... Everything kingdom, yeah. everything Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Because I like to preach into a, a context. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I want to yeah, do what's helpful. But you've really, really freed up some, Everybody some space watching here. Very hungry, Chris. So, <laughs> right, please, okay. Please okay. 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 All right. Well, um, uh, so, for me, right, um, my understanding is your, is your understanding. Um, and, but my whole. By design, and this is going to uh, maybe, I don't know, everyone's going to agree with this, but I uh, don't see, do you see an angel? No. Have you met Paul? Probably. I was probably asleep. Like uh, my, my, my soul's kept no record of it. Mm-hmm. You know, do you work with the seven spirits of God? Absolutely. What are they like? I don't know. <laughs> but it's happening. And I literally, people say, what's your prayer life? What's your, I, I literally wake up and I walk out the front door. And I walk around and I pretend I'm God. Right. That's it. Because you're one with him. I'm, I, if, if a giraffe has a baby giraffe, it's all giraffe. It's if God has a son, it's all God. Like yeah. I am of him. I'm not, I'm not Yahweh that made me. I'm of his substance and I have his nature. Yeah. So the Sermon on the Mount is not a list of things to attain to. It describes me. Forgiveness is my nature. What Jesus did is my nature. On the night he was betrayed, he gave up his body. Well, that's me. Father, forgive them. They know not, know not what they do. Well, that's me. Um, uh, if you do these things, you'll be a son of your father in heaven. Who sends rain on the good and the evil, the just and the unjust? That's me. That's my nature. So the Gospels, you were taught in church, clearly. I wasn't, I wasn't there with you, but I know what you were taught. <laughs> the Gospels were read to you. And I say, are you like Peter? Are you like Thomas? Are you the woman that pushed through the crowd? Are you the Syrophoenician woman? Are you, are you the centurion? Are you like the Pharisees? Who are you like John? You know, who, who are you like? Are you well, Mary? Are you Martha? <laughs> are you Mary Martha? You're none of those people. They're all unsaved, unregenerate human beings. There's only one person born from above in the scriptures, in the, in, in the gospels. And that's Jesus. Yeah. So even when you read the gospels, that's you. Yeah. And it's just that knowledge that that's what God has given me. That, that person, Jesus Christ, the word who became incarnate, that person has been given to me. If any man be in Christ, he's one spirit with the Lord. But that, that same incorruptible seed is in me and it's growing up into maturity. And I'm just agreeing with it. So I literally just walk out the front door. And I don't really have a, a mystic prayer time. I don't go into my prayer closet and, you know, um, all my crew, uh, the most mystic of mystic crews, you know, and I travel with them and they'll wake up in the morning and I say, well, how are you? They are great. Yeah. I, um, I went to the realms last night. Enoch met me. He took me to the foundation of the earth. I saw wisdom crying with the father and he showed me how to bring that in this realm. And how are you last night? I went, oh, I had a dream. I had a car in it. I think the car was red. That's all. I don't know. And, and this is where God has me. And I found it very hard to deal with at times because I preach with these guys and, you know, they'll create universes. And, <laughs> and I was like um, wishing I didn't have a coffee after three. That, that was my night, you know, and they were like doing all this stuff. And I really uh, had to deal with that in me because God is breaking me down to a place. Oh, that's an old fashioned term. You know what I'm saying? I do. Um, God's saying, 
is my promise enough that I have done this for you? We rely on an invisible promise rather than a manifestation that this is my character. Will my character be your joy? The fact that I said it, is that enough? And it is becoming enough. And, and in, it puts all emphasis on the fact that he said it and nothing else. And there's no flesh in that. <laughs> there's not, there's, you can't even, you can't, there's nothing. It's yeah. a, it's, it's a, uh, um, so I'm, it's a, that's a long way of telling you what I do. I actually yeah. don't do anything. Right. Uh, and that's not a religious standard or that's like, wow, that's very spiritual. That's not very spiritual. This is my way. Some people had a, like Paul came up with their head on their forehead. Like that was your, right. well, that welcome. Your the, that, the, yeah. the cloud exists. All right. I see that yeah, now. You know? do. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. I and, experience it and then know it in the word. Yeah. 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 And this is my particular journey. And, um, God has, because my, my role in the body is to, to come under and change the substrate beliefs of the church, the underpinnings of Christianity that, um, that they can build strong. And, and that's my role. And if I came in and said, well, you know, Enoch appeared to me and uh, took me to, um, you know, a room called Faith and <laughs> whatever, through the dark cloud or something, uh, I've instantly lost 95% of my audience or because of who I'm speaking to, the culture they come from, they will disqualify themselves. Either they won't believe me or they'll do a Nico Layton thing. Like, that's a special guy. I'm laity. Mm-hmm. And so my life, the manifestation in my life, is exactly the same as all my the most crazy mystic friends. What happens at the end result in their life is the same. But I have no experience of the underpinnings, what actually happened. While I'm sleeping, my spirit's doing amazing things. I wake up in the morning, I have no recollection whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, but, and so I've just seen it in the Word, and I believe that it's true. That I am a son of God. I'm raised here in heavenly places. I am doing everything my father is doing <laughs> with him yeah. right now. I'm part of the cloud. Um, and from the rest in that's happening without any comparison, because comparison is a thief of joy. And it did. Mm-hmm. It stole my joy a lot. Yeah. I felt oh. more and more stupid every day. Liz Wright said, I met Paul. And he put his head on my forehead. And in me, I go, oh, oh that's good. What, what's, what's wrong with me? And God's going after that, that what's wrong with me? He wants it out of my system so that because right. everything reproduces after its own kind. Right. And so when I speak that, that what's wrong with me is removed. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so yeah. It, it comes out. And if this guy <laughs> could be a fully manifest son of God on earth, because I, I love emotional issues, I love physical issues, and very spiritually untalented. <laughs> so this guy who we'll talk about in the next one. I know, I know you're going to ask me the next question in the next session. Sure, uh, if, 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 if this guy can be a son of God who resented God, felt abandoned, had deep accusations against his character, uh, deeply depressed, would rather be dead uh, and doesn't feel the Holy Spirit. I don't, people fall, I don't even feel God's presence. And God's like, right, you're going to be a fully manifest son of God on earth and teach people about it. It's like a crazy decision. And, he's, and he says, and you're going to bring nothing to the party. Just the fact that I've chosen you to do it. And that's the foolishness of it. There's a long way of saying, Chris, what's your intimacy with God like? I believe that he's done it. And I just walk out the front door. And whatever happens that day, 
I have to believe. I don't feel God's presence. I don't see, oh, this lady in the blue dress that I saw in the dream last night. Not even that, nothing. But the fruit of believing that word, that he would do it for me and he has done it, uh, that alone produces everything. And from there, I get a knowing. So how do I learn the things I teach? A knowing comes. So I'm obviously walking with someone. Someone's teaching me. I've no record of it. Yeah. I can see the fruit of it without experiencing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Chris, honestly, you are, you are such a message of hope because you are, I thank you for being so vulnerable and so open as well about your life because I know it's going to strengthen a lot of people right now who mm. feel spiritually unqualified, who, or mm. who have low self-esteem, low self-worth, yeah. religious definitions of, of their capabilities and who they are. And the fact that you have, a, as I'm listening to you, it is very clear to me that you have a supernatural ability. You have Christ's ability to believe. You know what I mean? You have Christ's faith dispensing through you. It's a gift. You just yeah. believe. It's like he said it, like you said, he said it. So therefore it is. And so you live a life of simple abiding and trusting. And just it's like a, the core of you is just absolute in that resolve you know to me it's a divine grace mm. to walk you are we are sons of the kingdom right and so that and also what comes across when you're speaking is the fact that you know it's not chris being shiny and fabulous <laughs> it's and producing that you know the kingdom on earth it's christ in you as you're simply believing mm. that's expressing himself from mm. your life mm. and that's you're a you're a living testimony of who we are and that's why mm. i think you're such an important voice right now because you're so well always but you're there's so many people transitioning right now we're in such a messy transition yeah. aren't we, where religion is dismantling the old ways of life of are no longer satisfying you know and, and and we are we are really simplifying so just in in finishing chris for today's show would you um i know there'll be a lot of people out there that just feel hopeless right now and obviously it's mm. a scary time for a lot of people there's a lot of pressure um i just feel like you if you wouldn't mind would you just bless people like proclaim a reset into people uh, Oh, you know what I mean? like, absolutely. Bless their life in Christ. Because a lot of people go, I don't even know where to start. How do I get from where I am into even that level of rest you're talking about, Chris, and that level of being able to believe? So just yeah. if you would do that, just to help yeah. people. Who, are there any of you who are struggling out there that can't even believe right now? You're so exhausted. You're so numb. You know that um, right now you can be reset because Christ is in you, like Chris is sharing. You, right now, that's who we are. The high priest, when he went into the, into the Holy of Holies, wasn't allowed to sweat. So no human effort is allowed at all. None. No human effort's allowed. It can only be received. And so God chose you. You did not choose him. And he's the author and finisher of your faith. And your faith is not to be a good Christian because you can do that. You can be a good Christian, but you can't be a fully manifest son of God on earth. How much would you have to fast? How much do you have to read? You can't do it. So just stop. Just stop. There's nothing you can do except receive a promise. All you can do is receive a promise that your God, your father is the type of father that would do that. So every day we're asking, every emotion, every action we have is our declaration of our understanding of God's goodness. 
So, and I know my emotions, my actions of my life. So I did not think God was a good father. I thought he was a cruel father, a very distant father. And he took this person that resented him and a lot of accusations against him. I mean, files of experiences that happened. Now, I could prove to God that he's not a good father. And I was furiously angry with him. And I didn't want to see him. I wanted to go to heaven <laughs> in that understanding. But I didn't want to talk to him. I just wanted to go sit in some outer court apartment <laughs> if there is such a thing. So if God can take someone with deep accusation, no desire to love him, who resents worship songs and, and is frustrated about every other person's amazing testimony, and just feels stupider, that's even a word, and more stupid every time they go to church, when every time they read the Bible and everything but the kingdom just crushes them. And God can take that person and says, I chose you and I will cause you to will and to act according to my good purpose. And his good purpose is that you will walk in the fullness of the statue of Christ in your lifetime. And there's nothing you can bring to that party. It's only based on his character alone and nothing else. Nothing else. And your attitude didn't qualify you for this. So your attitude doesn't disqualify you. You can be a, a grumpy, horrible, angry, resentful, bitter, burnt person. And God says, do you believe I'm the type of God <laughs> that could change that into a fully manifest son of God? And all you have to do is say, yes, I do. I believe you can and you will. That's all he's asking. God's love language is to be believed. That's it. To be believed. That's his love language. All he wants you to do is to believe a word. Because he's invisible. We'll talk about this next. <laughs> he's invisible. So he's not taste, touch, see. He's asking you, will you love me for who I am? I'm word and I'm spirit. And so my word is me. There's no difference. Would you believe that I am my word? That's all I'm asking. And <laughs> that's his love language. You go, okay, this person that all the things you know about yourself <laughs> have failed in Christianity. I'm on my third marriage. I've got addictions. I'm 90 grand in credit card debt. I've lost my job. I'm scared of COVID. I resent going to church. I hate the Bible. Uh, and, and most annoyingly, I know that you exist. And so where can I go? And I resent the fact I know you exist because I want to just go and have a naughty life, but I know you exist. I'm scared of you. Can you take this person? <laughs> and make him a fully manifest son of God on earth? Are you the type of God that would do that for me? Yes. Yes, he is. That's the breaking. It doesn't matter what you bring to the party. If you're the, if you're the seventh generation Pentecostal pastor's kid, or you're the seventh generation ritual satanic abuse, broken, all the horrible things, trauma, anger, and things which are just so violating of, of the human nature in you and, and anger and murder in you. Same, same. That seventh generation pastor's kid and you are no closer to each other than being the fully man, the son of God of Christ. There's no, there's like, here's you and here's the pastor's kid. And then <laughs> Christ is way over there. And he comes down, he picks you up and he will do the work because you can't. And that's the beauty of it. You can only believe a word. You can only receive a gift. And it's all based on his character alone. He's just asking, will you believe me? That's it. Oh, man. Chris, thank you so much for giving us your time today. That was 
profound. And um, mm. I just agree with what Chris has just spoken to you all from the heart of Jesus. Mm. And whatever you're going through, however far away you might feel, however disqualified, however much trauma and pain is going on in your life, mm. same Jesus, same Jesus. And like Chris has said, all he requires of us is a yes, a desire. Yes, I, I believe you, Jesus. Or even help me in my unbelief, Jesus. Help me to believe right now that you can bring me forth as the perfect reflection of God in the earth, which is who we are now. So I bless you all. I just bless you in as you go on with your week for deeper and deeper experiences of the love of Jesus. And thank you so much for being with us today. I look forward to being with you again next Monday. God bless. <laughs>